Welcome to the Lead With You podcast. I am Jessica Holcomb, where we focus on leading your life with intention so you can manifest your most authentic and fulfilling dreams to take you to your highest levels of abundance. You deserve it. What are your dreams? What are your goals? We're going to break it all down and talk about how you can take action with little steps and then one day you're going to turn around and see that you've manifested everything that you want and created the life that you want. My mission is to help as many people as possible create the life that they want. Thank you for listening and sharing with a friend and don't forget to subscribe. I look forward to hearing your comments and sometimes we may have guests on the show and other times I might go on long rants about things that I've experienced in my 20 plus years of entrepreneurship. I look forward to sharing this time with you all. Hey everyone. So today we're going to talk about setting ourselves up for success. When we set goals and dreams and then set intentions to achieve those goals and dreams, we have to come up with Uh, ways to set ourselves up for success. Uh, We don't want to tempt ourselves or distract ourselves from reaching our goal. So the best thing that we can do is to figure out what are the things that we can put in place around us to make sure that we achieve the goals or we have a better chance of achieving the goals that we have set in place. So I've come up with some shortcuts to win and I can't wait to share them with you today. So the first then one that we're going to talk about is the why. Why do we want to achieve our goal in the first place? What is motivating us to want to achieve that goal? If we don't have our why, like they talk about every time you hear anything about goals, they always ask you, why do you want that goal? Well, it's really important because you just, you, if you're not motivated to achieve that goal, you will not be motivated to stick to the actions and the steps that it's going to require for you to achieve that goal in the end. So I'd like to share the story of how um, we, we talk with our clients. Let's say that we're going to sell them a home and we're finding out you know, what's going on with them and asking them how long have they been looking or, you know, how soon do they need to move? And the only way that we can really overcome any objection when we're talking to a client is to find out why do they want to move? What's motivating them to make a move? Because if you think about it, moving is one of the most stressful things that you can do in your life. It's one of the most expensive things that you do in your life, typically. And so there has to be some big motivation that sits behind why they're wanting to make that move or needing to make that move. So if you think about setting your goals in the same way, we're going to have to figure out what is motivating you to achieve that goal in the first place. So a lot of times um, after the holidays come around, January hits and we all want to go on a diet. And our why is because we want to get into a bikini by spring break, you know, and summertime. So a lot of people will recommit to new health goals and fitness goals in January 
Um, and so we can really kind of apply this to our goal setting in our careers as well. However, many times we'll set goals and commitments and say, you know, I want to sell, you know, $5 million this month um, or $10 million for the year or I want to sell $2 million a month, whatever your goals are. If you don't have a why tied behind that, then there's not going to be anything that's going to tie you to that goal or help you to commit and do the work even when you don't feel like it. So you want to make sure that you have um, a commitment made within yourself to where if you don't hit your goal, possibly the pain will be more painful if you don't receive the goal or if you don't achieve the goal. So we always want to start with the why. The second thing that we want to talk about is the how. How are you going to get your goal? How are you going to set yourself up for success? We've already set the intention. We've already set the goal. Now we want to write down how are we going to get there? This is where you can take these you know, the the little steps that you need to take to get to your goal, you can list them out and you're going to say, okay, so how am I going to get there? How am I going to get my broker's license? Well, I'm going to sign up for a class. And then the next thing I'm going to write down is I'm going to go to class every day until I finish the classes Then I'm going to take the exam. So this is the how-to, the to-do list that you're going to need to put together to get your goal. The how is really important because I think many times we can look at goals and think that all of these things are going to take too long or it's going to be too hard and we're never going to get there. So why even keep trying? And then we get so overwhelmed that we don't even start. So the best thing that we can even do for ourselves is to just make a list and say, okay, so how am I going to get there and what are the steps needed to make it happen? Write it all down. A lot of times you'll find that you can take the next step and then the next step and then the next step, keep checking off the items on the list and before you know it, you've already achieved everything you need to get even halfway to your goal and then once you get to that point, Many times the answers that were unknown before become known. As you move through the journey of creating and checking off the steps, you'll start seeing and learning more about your goal to where it becomes easier and easier and easier to climb that mountain. Another way that we will set ourselves up for success is to gather the tools that we need around us to help us succeed. So for example, if we're going back to our uh, going on a diet example, um, you know, you probably would not want to keep items in your pantry or in your kitchen that are not on your diet. You'd probably want to go to the store and buy the items that you need to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success so that when you are hungry, 
you don't reach for the wrong things. They're not even there to be reached for. <laughs> so that would be an example of setting yourself up for success. Another uh, idea is to create a beautiful space to work in. A lot of times we have to-dos and things that we don't like to do, like making calls or follow-ups or doing paperwork. If we create a space where it's beautiful, you can have a nice candle sitting there, you can have motivational photos, a vision board, anything to continue to motivate you on your path is going to help you. Um, Another thing you can do is write down your affirmations and have them sitting next to you in your planner or on your desk to continue to support you towards that goal. Affirmations are really powerful because you can really kind of start changing your mindset and training your brain to think more positively, believe that your goals are possible um, and achievable. Because if you keep telling yourself or surrounding yourself with negativity or saying negative things to yourself, then you're probably going to have a much harder time achieving your goal. You want to surround yourself with things that are going to promote you, bring you up, support you, build your faith, um, build your confidence, build your spirit so that you can continue on the path. Because sometimes when we have larger goals, we have there's a lot of steps that are there for us to complete. And if we're not patient, and if we don't continue to persevere and resist the temptations and the distractions and the blinders and all of the stuff that comes with trying to achieve a goal, then it's just going to make it so much harder. So the more you can set yourself up for success, you know, getting all the tools that you need, creating a list, having your how-to sitting right next to you, um, maybe even enlisting a mentor or someone that you know that has been there before you that's already done what you want to do. You know, you if you think about it, a lot of us have access to free information everywhere on the internet, but you want to also be mindful about who you're getting information from and are they actually walking the talk? And if I'm going to look out for a mentor that will serve me, I'm going to want to look for somebody that has been there before me, someone who has the skill sets that I'm looking to build. There's millions and millions of people that have done things before us that are one or two steps ahead of us in the game. And, you know, you want to make sure you're following someone that is doing what you want to do. And when you follow someone that is motivating you and inspiring you and they've already done the steps that you want to take, it just makes it so much easier because they are going to possibly have shortcuts to share with you, tips and information that can help you get there faster. And the third thing that we want to talk about is the blinders. So what is set up around you that might be sitting in your blind spot. There's a saying out there that goes, 
You don't know what you don't know. And that's what we're talking about in this section, the blinders. What do you not know that you don't know or couldn't know about that you could possibly find out about and prevent yourself from, you know, doing something that might derail you or delay you? So figuring out what are the tips, what are the steps out there that will help you get straight to your goal and then look for the mistakes. There are a lot of people out there that are willing to share their journey and their story and share the mistakes that they've made in the past. So it's really cool to be able to dive into their story and figure out, you know, what mistakes did they make that I can try to avoid. You know, there were a lot of things that happened in my career where I was wanting to do it my way. You know, the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to listen to the experts, listen to the people before us that have done it already. They already know how to do it. They've done it. I mean, there was a time when I made the mistake of not organizing my CRM in the beginning of my career. I mean, I was selling... I was a top producer in my office and I did not have a CRM. I would go to training and they would always tell us, you know, put together your CRM, make sure you put all of your SOI in there in your sphere of influence and make sure you have all of your people organized so that you can stay in touch with them. And I remember I went to a class one day and they had asked me if I had my CRM set up and I said, no, I don't use a CRM at all. I use my phone and basically the whole entire neighborhood is my is my CRM <laughs> because I focused on farming when I first got into real estate and I would just send mailers out to the whole entire farm area and I felt like that was staying in touch with people I did it consistently on a regular basis and I would get consistent you know calls where people would call me back cuz they already knew me from previous work that I've done. So it was just, you know, my way of doing it. However, when I transitioned into a brokerage and then I started building a team or actually I was building a team first and then I transitioned into a brokerage, it made it a lot more difficult for me to go back and reorganize all of my people and build out that CRM the way that it should have been done from the start. So I would have to say that is one of the biggest mistakes that I made in my early career is to not set myself up for success to save myself time in the future because it is very time consuming to try to straighten out your CRM once you've helped hundreds upon hundreds of people and you're trying to figure out, okay, who, who did what? And I mean, the only person that can organize it is me. Even if I hired an assistant to help me, you know, there's no records for her to know what this person is or who they are. So it's something that I would have to actually go do hand by hand, person by person, figuring it all out. So that is an example of not setting yourself up for success and making sure that you kind of look at your business and figure out, okay, so like, what are the experts telling me to do? Are they telling me to set up my CRM? Are they telling me to, you know, 
make phone calls for a minimum of two hours a day for follow-up, prospecting for another two hours a day, and then I'll be successful. Okay, well then let's go do it. Because if you don't follow those instructions and you're not hitting your goals, then you have to ask yourself, why? Why am I not getting my goals? Maybe it's because we're not following what the experts are saying to do. They're not saying it just to keep you busy. It actually works. So, And then the fourth thing that I want to talk about is distractions. A lot of times we have distractions that veer us off path and we are confused. We get busy. We get distracted. We you know, something might come up and, and suddenly it seems like it's the best thing ever for our business. No, not always. You want to make sure that every time a distraction comes up, is this truly important? Is this going to still keep me going on my path? So the four things to recap is why do you want to hit your goal? What is going to motivate you to get out of bed every day? So excited to hit your goals. And then the, the how, what is it that you need to get there? What is that to-do list that you can take step by step, break it down into little steps and make sure that you know you have a clear path on what you need to do next to get to your goal. And then the blinders, what do you not know about? <laughs> and avoid them as much as possible by following a mentor or an expert in your field that has done what you want to do. And then the distractions is to avoid distractions, set yourself up for success by maybe putting a do not disturb sign on your door if you have to work from home and you have a family that is asking you questions all day long. You're going to want to kind of let them know, hey, I have to have two hours for just me in my office working and focusing on my business. You know, those are the things that are going to help you set yourself up for success. If you have little ones at home, which I have several members on my team that have little ones at home, you know, setting it up for them to go to a Mother's Day Out program or a nanny to come in and help care for them while you focus on your business. If you don't prioritize your time to help you focus on exactly the steps that you need to do to hit your goal, you're never going to get there. So you definitely want to make sure that you remove your distractions. So I want to know what you guys think. Where are you guys at with setting your goals? Is it easy? Is it hard? Do you find it fun? Do you find it scary and overwhelming? Message me. I'd like to know what your thoughts are about this because I know I've experienced the full spectrum. I've found it really hard. I've found it overwhelming. I've found it scary. I've found it to be exciting and fun and easy now that I've kind of mastered all of this. Um, you know, so I want to see where you guys fall on this. Where are you at? Are you in the beginners? Have you just realized that you have the power to manifest whatever you want and hit and set any goal that you'd like? Or are you still unsure about it? Are you kind of wondering, is this possible for you? Is it possible for everyone? And I say, yes, it is possible. 
Every single person in this world, breathing, walking, talking, has the power to set goals, make intentions, and get them. You know, it's possible for everyone. Now, the one thing that I don't want you to do is to be afraid to set yourself up for success in the event that you might not hit your goal. In the last couple of episodes, I kind of touched on the parts where some of us can have fears surrounding setting goals for the just the thought that we might not complete the goal so we don't even get started. That is not what we're here for. What we're here for in this series, in this podcast episodes for the first season is to help you to define your purpose, clarify your goals, set your intentions, and then set yourself up for success. After that, we're going to talk about in the next episode, how to release and let go and enjoy the journey. Goal setting doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be boring and it doesn't have to be intimidating either. Goal setting is actually exciting because you are the commander of your life and where you want to take it. And what is so awesome about that is that instead of you just floating around and ending up where you are and thinking, oh, this is fate, you can actually take control of fate and say, no, I want to take my ship and steer it over here. (laughs) And so there's a big difference because fate is fate. We're all going to end up where we end up. But isn't it more fun to end up where you wanted to be, where you hope to be, instead of just kind of going along with things and ending up where you are? You know, life is short and we all have the same hours in every day. So you want to just prioritize them. Make sure they align with your goals. Hopefully, uh, before you know it, you'll have all of your dreams and your goals under your belt and you'll have everything going for you. You're gonna love your life. Everything will be full of joy. What else could you ask for? So I hope you join me in the next episode as we talk about letting go, releasing, and allowing everything to fall in place easily because that's what I'm all about. Leading with you, leading with your goals, leading with your intentions, and taking all of these tips to help you create shortcuts to help you get there faster. See you in the next one. And just remember, it all starts with you.